Hi, everyone. Welcome to this very special edition of The Defense Never Rest. Uh, I'm Megan with Melissa. Hello. How are you? Great. Today is different and special because we are at the Claims Exchange Conference in in Philly. Um, And we did something similar last year at another conference. And it just worked so well to have this podcast booth and get just pull people in for shorter little episodes and just get like a lot of different guests at once. So I'm really excited to do it again today. And it's fun because you never know who you're going to talk to. Right. Like we really we don't know anybody who's going to be coming on the show today. It's all just folks who are attending the conference. So it's going to be interesting to just figure out their stories and what they're doing and how they got there because uh, strangers always have the best stories. Yeah. And like they don't totally expect us to be here. So they're not like planning to sit down for a podcast and I kind of like to have it keep it authentic and you know keep it easy and simple and um and just have like just conversations so let's get started welcome to the defense never rests with Morgan and Akins your monthly dose of uncommon sense about all things legal and some that are not morning Deborah. how are you I'm great Megan how are you thank you so much for sitting down and talking to me on the defense never rests today it's absolutely my my pleasure. No, I need to share share this for everyone lis- listening. Someone had sent you down and be like, oh, there's a podcast down there. And then you saw me you're like, oh, wait, it's your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I was thrilled. I've, I've been watching it and enjoying it. Uh, so I'm really comfortable talking with you. Oh, good. Well, so we're here at the Claims Exchange. We're ha- whole, having a, like a podcast I guess, couch area. And I'm just pulling people in to just chat with me for, for a few minutes about, you know, you and all things claims and defense and you know all the things that we love to talk about my favorite (laughs) topics so i mean i've known you for for some time Mm -hmm. but people listening don't know you um so why don't you tell tell me and tell them a little bit about you like how did you get into you know you're at comcast but how did you get into the world of claims uh i had been working in a completely different field and i was looking to make a change and It was so long ago, it was 1990, that I saw an ad in the newspaper, uh, and it was from Travelers Insurance. They were looking for claim representatives, and really what prompted me to apply, I knew nothing about the field, was that the office was right across the street from my apartment, and my car was unreliable. That's the reason. So I thought, I'll do this until I figure out what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found out this is what I want to do. Um, I loved it from the very first day. Uh, someone said to me, you need to be nosy to be successful at claims. I think you need to be curious. Mm-hmm. And I am. Yeah, um, and I, I just, I loved the investigation part. I kind of love that every claim was a little uh, personal drama for somebody. <laughs> and that I had a role in it. Um, and yeah. could maybe make some of that drama uh, smooth out and make things better for people. Yeah. And throughout your career, though, how have you noticed things changed and evolved? Um, I think things have changed for the better. When um, when I was uh, starting out, we kept our claim files uh, on paper. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I was judged on was penmanship. And that's an extreme <laughs> example of how things have changed I mean that really was part of everybody's evaluation because we all know if it's not documented in the claim file it didn't happen but back then if you couldn't read what was documented in the claim file it didn't happen and the way claims management has evolved we've become much more sophisticated professional practitioners of Mm. our trade it's no longer about our penmanship it's no longer about box checking. It really is about using our experience and our intellect to come up with resolutions.
solution plans. And I think that um, where in the 1990s when I started, it was a profession that didn't get a lot of respect. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that has really changed and that people understand what a vital role claims management uh, professionals and resolution specialists play yeah. in resolving um, problems for yeah. policyholders. So one thing that comes up a lot on this podcast, though, is um, that there is a, a real need to get younger people into claims because we have, you know, this generation that is nearing retirement and there's going to be this big lack of this hole that they, you need people. So, you know, in your eyes, like, how do we, you know, entice, you know, the, the younger group to see the allure of, you know, claims and insurance and that it's not boring? You know, I've been asking that question for most of the <laughs> second half of my career. One thing that has helped is that the phrase risk management used mm -hmm. to be very obscure. Yeah. And I would say within the last 10 years, people understand more about risk management. And risk management uh, is a concept that's been incorporated into a lot of professional disciplines. We need to get people who are interested in risk management interested in the claim side. Um, you know, if I could tell the world of people who's considering this field, mm -hmm. the uh, the tremendous variety of ways that you can be a claims manager. If I could tell my personal story about falling into an office because it was conveniently located <laughs> and the trajectory of my career now where I manage a claims yeah. program for a Fortune 50 yeah. company um, and it's fascinating. I have not had in my 30-some year career, I haven't had more than two, I won't say I want to have any, but maybe I haven't had more than five days where I wasn't excited to go to work yeah. and see what was next. It's, um, it's interesting. It's varied. You get to, uh, you really get to use your, um, your intellect and your strategy yeah. and bring all of your professional skills uh, to the table in a way that is never boring. And um, another, uh, just a very practical way to entice people is to say that for my entire, I would say for, for the last 10 years, we've been talking about a talent gap. There yeah. are so many opportunities in this industry because people my age are aging out of it, let's say, mm -hmm. um, that you'll always have, I think, a a, a place to go and if you don't love where you are in the field of claims management there are so many opportunities right. to move into new areas I just I think the potential is unlimited for career advancement for choose for finding the niche that fascinates you and speaks to you and upward mobility absolutely I mean, there's not really a ceiling no it's it's just the upward mobility is amazing um, so one last well I can't say one last thing <laughs> my, I might have two more things but you know, obviously in your role, you work with and partner with counsel. Yes. Um, good and bad. So mostly good, <laughs> mostly good. But there, I do have a lot of attorneys who tune into this podcast and they're always looking to hear, you know, what can we do be doing better? So what are some things that you see that, you know, really, um, I don't want to say like 
rub you the wrong way, like practices of counsel that you're like, I, I, I can't stand when they do this. So, okay, I, I have a couple of answers to that. Uh, one is don't surprise me before <laughs> a mediation or a trial. I'd like to know, I, uh, I'd like to know at every stage of your work how you see the strengths and weaknesses of our case and your best prediction. I know that um, there is no script for handling yeah. litigation, but your best prediction of where you think the the most advantageous outcome yeah. is going to be. Don't surprise me. And please don't write a six-page report that at your next report date becomes eight pages because you just added what's new yes. and added what's new and added <laughs> Just send me the updates. And I think maybe the carriers will not be happy if I say this, but don't rely on the litigation guidelines to prompt your reporting to me. Yes. Your reporting to me should be when something important happens or because we haven't touched base recently to make sure that the strategy we agreed on last time we talked is still the right strategy yeah. for this case. So I don't want to hear from you at 30 days and 90 days because that's what the, what the guidelines say. I want you to be a professional and understand when I need to be updated. And we'll talk often enough that you will understand that. Yeah, and I, I've always, that was one piece of advice that's uh, a mentor gave me, like don't let the sun set on new information. <laughs> That's excellent. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah, I agree. So before I, I let, let you go, you know, knowing what you know now after, you know, going through many years of your career, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, be curious. Always yes. be curious. You'll never know uh, what you'll learn, what you'll find mm -hmm. out. Uh, be open to uh, networking. One of the things that... Um, I'm proud to say now is that I have a tremendous network. You are one of those people, people that I can call anytime with a question. Uh, I need a resource. Have you dealt with this new law? There's a new strategy uh, that um, plaintiff's counsel is using. What is defense counsel using to respond to that? Build your network. Yes. Um, you will never be sorry for reaching out, making contacts. Uh, yeah being open to new business relationships. Um, it, it, it will come back. Uh, you'll get such a, a return on your investment. Yeah, I agree with that. But also build your network in a, a authentic manner, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that didn't occur to me because I'm not a big social media user, but that's right. I, I don't I don't know how many connections I have on LinkedIn because that's not what matters to me. What matters to me yeah. is can I pick up the phone or send an email or a text to you? Megan, or yeah. to any of the people here at this conference, if I need something, and the answer is yes. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for sitting down. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you finally joined me. You can join me for a full <laughs> episode if you if you're interested. It's Would love a, to have you. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> I, I really appreciate it. Thanks well, for talking with me. Thank you so much.